All right, so this is a JR. Check it out, one, two, three, one, two, three. West Virginia in Commonplace. Huh. Remix. I'm just fucking with the recorder right now. All right, so now here I really go with the episode. Welcome to West Virginia in Commonplace. This is JR, your host. Uh, today I'm not with uh, Stacy on this one, but I'm going to deliver you a pretty good episode. Uh, we go through life. Uh, and like I think the most challenging thing is when you get older I mean you lose sight of friends I, I always hear about these people that's got 30 million friends and this this and that well I keep a group of friends we talk we do we hang out in real life once in a blue moon like once every two years stuff like that but it was weird 15 years ago you would have spotted me out with all kinds of people but now I barely, rarely want to be seen like doing too much unless it's like an event or something that's dealing with my hobbies with people. I got Stacy, you know, she does basically all the stuff I like to do. You know, we get out here, video games, these comic book conferences, and uh, all this other pop culture stuff that we do. So I have a really good time with all that. And in essence, I got friends, but it seems like when you get older, and, and where I'm one of them people that people treat like a therapist, they come to me when they need me, and, and that's fine. You know, I, I can live with that. And, and then people, I treat them a certain way. I keep them inside a certain type of bubble. But it's like the friendships that I had, like in my eight, when I was like 15 and 18, you don't have that kind of stuff no more. You got people that just really people just out here to get some cheap, free therapy from unlicensed people, and to basically just be whatever they want to be, like, for instance, like, even inside podcasting, like, it's some people that I really get down with and that I appreciate, and then there's some that I know they just around to, to hear about the latest buzz about this or that, so I run with that, I let them go, do what they got to do, feel how they got to feel inside podcasting, but when it comes to anything else, I just keep my mouth quiet, my problem, like I've said before, was that I was always out here trying to help people that didn't want to help and the people that do want to help, you know, now because of the actions of others, I ain't punishing them. But I'm like, you know, I'll let you, you suit up in front of me if you want, want to know something. If you don't want to know nothing, then I just leave you by the pasture. But don't come after me later because I, I've always been that same person. I, I like to help people because not everybody's going to generate buzz and, and, and do all these things that I try to do for myself and people that pay me for my promotion. Um, outside of that, people that don't do that, they just, you know, I'm going to help them, but I'm not going to give them the keys to the garden. I, I learned that you don't, I learned from everyone else, like, just in a friendship, the way things are, friendships when we were younger were mutualistic, and now they're really parasitic. Basically, you've got to figure out what you're going to do to have a friendship if you're going to even have one, to even see if it's going to work. And I'm just like, why? Why do I got to try so hard in a friendship that when I was younger, everything kind of worked out for itself. Everything had its place. Everybody could just basically be who they wanted to be and not have issues. But now, as we go and get older and people get more trivial and have extra issues, it's like they just want to want it all to be about them, 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 them all the time. And... I have to say, I'd rather be with my my clan, with 
with my inner circle and not deal with the rest because these people ain't invested in me like, like they want me to be invested in them. So, as that stuff plays out, you know, that's how I forge alliances and partnerships and stuff like that because I will read the individual and see where they go. And then sometimes, like, even I'm not, like, I'm not Android, so I'm not going to be perfect about certain things. Like, I, I still get this 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 uh, issue of where these these people, like, that I, that I, that I trust, because it was a group that I really like, and maybe it could have been my fault or maybe it was their fault, too. They didn't hold my best interest that we were cool, but I started seeing things about them that I didn't like, and the things that I didn't like about them, I started seeing how they did one person in one light and how they just... Just how they are. And I was like, okay. So, like, just don't need to deal with it. So, I just let it go. Nothing else to it went on with life. And it's been beneficial. I've met new people. These new people uh, share the one simple thing that I want to accomplish with other podcasters is let's figure out these hacks. Let's figure out what's working, what's not working. And I understand that not everybody has the same aesthetics. And that's why I want to have that open dialogue. Like, I want to learn from the dude that has all of the equipment that ain't making no money. Then I want to learn from the dude that has minimalistic equipment and makes more money than the dude with all the equipment on earth and the best sounding stuff. I want to know what makes his podcast or her podcast or their podcast or any other term that you call yourself. I want to know how your podcast ticks. That's the type of stuff that I'm into now. Like, and even with sound and engineering, I got this uh, little Zoom H6 that I've been going on and on about. And I'm using the module capsule. I could get XLR mics, and I know all that. that that'd be a whole other episode for another day. But I'm really learning that there's more than just Yeti mics, and there is more portable experiences to, to record a show and to have something that's truly enjoyable and that sounds good. So that, that's something that I'm running with right now. That's what I'll be gunning for, and I'm going to be working on the rest of this summer and stuff. It's trying to get this portable sound and get us out here in the world recording with people because I want to be able to go out here record a show definitely got to edit shows regardless I don't care what mics you got or what you have and be out here and be good with with how I feel about doing the portable scene I don't want to have to rely on zoom for everything because like and I know this is tying into different stuff now because I'm just going on this episode will be part two of the demo that's what I'll just do this is part two of the demo um basically like Zoom has messed up my quality no matter what I'm doing. So, either way, I'm just relaxing, fine-tuning stuff, getting things right, trying to make sure the sound's got a sound that sounds of good quality to you all. And, tying back into the friendships and relationships, you know, like, I don't know, like, it was different when I first started podcasting. When I first started podcasting in 2018, I didn't involve myself with other podcasters whatsoever. We had our clan, we had our group, we moved around. The second time I came out here, I involved myself with podcasters, and it became like a frat house, like a like a high school, uh, let me beat my chest, let me do this, this, and that, let me see where I can get in and fit in. And then, it got to the point where these people that I that I admired, it was a lot of podcasts that I admired. Every single podcast that I've admired is like I got the death touch for them because their podcast has failed. 
they have pod faded and gone away. And I'm like, what was so different about these purely great crafted podcasts and stuff? What made these podcasts crumble? And then I realized what makes every podcast crumble that is not mine and that is not uh, of someone that has a scheduling structure. Some people put way too much heart into something that they really didn't want to have a heart for. It, it sounds fun on, on, on paper to be a podcaster, but uh, inside some circles of podcasting, and this is even with me, my regimen is, is I record shows. I get out here, even like when I'm on the road, I am recording a show right now. We are getting sound going good. We're trying to get this and that to, to, to play out properly. I'm testing right now with this. This episode may not even come out. And if it does, it does. It'll be part of the demo part too. Um, I, like, I make sure I work on my craft. I'm going to bring new material. I'm going to bring stuff that makes sense, that matters. What I'm not going to do is sit here and bore you with some random stuff that you don't want to hear. I, I listen to my listeners. I got the email list. I got everything straight to where I know what you want to hear which, and things that you don't want to hear. And I still produce things that I like, the love series and things about me, ways to get easier intimacy so you'll know who I am. And that way, you know, I can continue doing my show. Um, I enjoy it. And, you know, as long as my crowd enjoys it, that's all that matters. But, like, I just don't understand how these podcasts that were so great faded and that had such good followings, had better followings than me. And when I say better followings, I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about the social media and people hyping them up and talking about them. But then, at the end of the day, I'm realizing that a lot of that shit could have been facades. People just put up healthy numbers and healthy fronts and different things, and that's just how they are. And to each his own, do what you got to do to survive a podcast. And if you don't survive, that's more open space for you to come back stronger. But, like, I just, I even did the episode on pod fading. Um, if you do this as an exercise or anything that you want, like a push-up or how you kept yourself in shape to play sports or how you kept yourself in good standings if you were a marching band member or anything that, that was a competition, anything that made you uh, feel hungry, that's the kind of attitude that you got to have. And I understand people burn out and dry out. But, like, I don't know. I don't even know why I went over into this, but I'm just going to say this. I really clearly think that when you're out here podcasting, that you should be able to, like, have enough material to, when you do take a break, you can take it and nobody will ever notice. I've been on a break for a long time. I only do shows when I want to. When it's fun for me, when it's the the way that I want my stuff to sound, or if I'm testing new equipment like I'm doing right now, I made sure that I made podcasting fun for me and still productive and responsive for my audience. And yeah, that did take me some sacrifice in time. And with the world opening back up, I can understand people having less and less time to do this and that. Because you're back out here working to pay for this expensive-ass gas and milk prices. Yeah, I get that. But, one day out of the week, I get out here and I punish podcasting. Like, when I decide that I'm going to do shows, I got shows lined up on Monday. 
Um, I've got shows lined up here and there. I've got things scheduled, you know, so that I keep myself fresh. I've got episodes on Lockstash that haven't even been edited proper or put in place to even be on the schedule yet. Um, and I did these things so that when it comes Christmas time or comes, you know, something controversial comes up, I can throw an episode out there um, related to that those current events if I want to talk about them. And I got them right then and there. No um, headache, no issues, no none of that. Everything just running real good. Um, and that's just why I say preparation. You know, and then some people that have good formats that have partners. Uh, good example, you can use Frocast, uh, King Germ and Queen Germ. They work together so they can do that. But these people that got episodes that you do with people, and these people are non-committal, and y'all got issues with recording, man, both record. You can find enough topics, and if you can't find enough topics, there are people out there like me. I actually will produce an episode. I will produce your stuff over on Riverside or whatever. I will produce it. You will never hear a word from me. That's how, that's how I am. Like, if you really want your show done and you ain't got the idea, I'll come with a topic and everything. And yeah, I'm going to charge you a piece of change because that's my time, effort, and my technology or my internet. But if you don't have the idea, I'll sit there, give you the green room, we'll go over it. If you like it, then we'll run with it. If you don't like it, you know, you can take your business elsewhere. But if you don't, if you run out of stuff, I got a catalog, like I said, of stuff that I might want to do that I, it's not suitable for me to do, and I'll pass it along to somebody else. That's the, the great nature inside of podcasting, is that we're able to express ideas and freely flow our ideals on other people, because other people are better wordsmiths at certain things, or have better um, expression with certain views. And, and I, I can come to terms with that, because I'm not the best at, at any or, or anything at all. I'm just good at what I do, the best in the world at what I do, like Chris Jericho used to say. Um, and that's a certain type of delivery, a certain type of question, a certain way to twist it around. And that's what I do. Other people just got that gospel to them. I don't have that gospel to me. So I'm not going to just sit out there and be like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. No, 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 no. None of that, none of that at all out of me. But I do enough stuff to preserve myself. If you preserve yourself, instead of doing all this self-help guru, exhale, inhale, all this stuff. If you have a certain preservation to what you're doing... Like, I know that I got to preserve a certain level of talent or a certain level of work that I'm doing at that moment. I will quantify that shit. I will make more and more of that work while I'm in, still in good speed, while I'm still in good technique, while everything I'm saying makes sense. So if I know I'm on fire with one podcast, I will do another episode just to see if it's got that same kind of spark or that fire to it if I'm doing this solo thing like I'm doing right now. Now when I listen and I can hear the qualities dwindled or something don't sound right, well then yes. I will just take an episode, throw it on the cutting room floor, and you know, it might be some material that comes out on the uh, paid service or something, because it's something that doesn't, you know, it's something that's intimate and it shows where I have made a bad episode, but it will show, it shows people that listen to my show that, hey, this dude not every show is great. Not every show is amazing. Some people got the talent that just have nothing but gems. But I am a normal human being. I am no Superman. I ain't got no type of uh, mutant power that makes me perfect any or all times at all. So, I guess what I'm trying to get at while I'm doing this demo and working with the Zoom recorder, I'm traveling down uh, Interstate 79 on my way to Morgantown. 
Virginia. I'm just, I'm just getting right into one and getting out some of these things so that I can hear what this sound sounds like and the quality of it. And just to make some pointers to podcasters because so many times uh, with this pod fate, like I said, it's my favorite. The shows that I like more than the shows I listen to now, all of them gone. Just gone. They hit a spark. They were hot. And a lot of them were some true crimes. But some of the true crimes was fire. I listened to them joints. There's one that I listened to Dr. Z or whatever the fuck her name is. I would listen to that shit on rotation. Because it's like, she just had it to one point like Steve Nash. She was Yao Ming in the paint. She was, her delivery and everything she did in that show was perfect. I wish I could manufacture that and, and, and make podcasts like that myself. But I just don't have it. I mean, I try to, but I just don't have it like her. So, in other words, to you podcasters, to you uh, friends of mine and people that was talking about relationships and friendships, I keep everybody at bay in certain areas. And if you get out of line, put your ass in my memories museum. So that I can remember you when you was good to me and good to the, to the situation and to the purpose. Um, and that goes for podcasters too. If, if we have a spark and we're doing good, that's amazing. If uh, something happens and it sparks and gets out, gets out of line, I don't go back and forth. We're not rappers. We don't do that kind of crap. We just move on from that space because there's ample opportunity for you to meet new people and definitely ample opportunity for me to meet new people, continue striving in what I do and you thriving in what you're doing. And we can all uh, keep podcasting. We don't have to be in the same circles. We don't have to do even the same mixed stuff. Because the people that, that you're still mixing with or I'm mixing with, you may be light years ahead of that by now. Or you might be on to a different wave. So I definitely, definitely wholeheartedly, and that's one of my words, wholeheartedly. I use that a lot. I can understand when it comes to a point where you're like, man, I really don't fuck with this dude. Or it's a point that, man... I misread this dude, so now I fuck with him. Or if we have a, 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 a close encounter, like I had one with a podcaster that had been meaning to reach out to me. We Just by chance, they were in a, in a, in a, a setting that I was in, and uh, we got to talking, and it just, things made sense. And after that, um, it's just been one of these deals where, like, I've been back in here, been recording here and there, I got the uh, the freaking podcast pop-up that's dropping uh, this weekend. Like I said, we're going to be out here having a little fun with the podcasting for a while. And I'm going to see how how well this does and how this and that uh, fills out. And, and just enjoy podcasting for a while. I, I want people to know that when we do these podcast pop-ups and different things like that, they're just to have fun. And they're just an interactive way to have podcasters do shows with each other so that they can, um, so like, because like I said, that whole producer aspect is what made me want to start producing shows because I have good ideas, but maybe I'm not the host for it. Maybe I'm not even the guest for it. In some cases, I was guest just because I was hosting it. Like I was actually having a Zoom meeting, but I want to, I've done shows now quite at least got eight under my belt where I'm not even part of it. I just produce it, make sure the levels sound good. And then I send it back out. Um, editing process, you know, there's the podcast editor. You can go to him. He's a beast. Or you can come to me for minor stuff. But for good service, there's podcast editors out there. I'm not the best because it's lengthy. That's why I only like to do 30-minute shows. When they do these hour and two-hour long shows, I realize it ain't going to be much editing because to edit two hours worth of shit is four hours to edit it properly. 
say 30 minutes it takes me an hour and 30 minutes for me to edit it properly and get that sound nice and crisp unless I got a crisp fit with the mic now obviously with the mic I'm using right now the zoom h6 recorder uh it's going off I call, I, don't, I don't know what the 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 uh, the meters called for music so I just call it the Richter scale even though I know it's for earthquakes that shit's off the Richter scale the, the shit keeps jumping and doing all kinds of craziness so I'm gonna definitely have to check it and see like where I'm gonna fix it so you're gonna hear some rough stuff from me or a little bit here and there but I want to release the rough stuff because I want other podcasters and other people to know that this might be the recorder for you this might be the, the microphone capsule for you or this may not what 100% attracted me to this device was the, the uh, microphone capsule. It has put me in a different forefront when it comes to recording because now I'm doing all the recording without a computer or anything. I just record to the SD card. Um, and if I had XLR mics, I could hook them up if I wanted. We got to have a four person broadcast with phantom power on top of everything. So the mics will work with the phantom power. Um, just all that kind of stuff that would take place uh, in that kind of arena. Or just when I'm like I'm out here at these Comic Cons and different things, I'll actually be able to record, you know, an actual conversation with someone. I'll be able to talk to them, get their opinion, see how they feel about something. Um, and I, I think it'll be more comfortable in case you can't get those, uh, you know, like because not every person at Comic Con is going to sit down and do an interview. Like, if I can get five minutes with someone that'll just talk to me, let me know a little bit about them, then I'll just add it into my show. Or I'll do a live um, Comic-Con type deal uh, where I ask questions, you know, do a quick five Q&A question deal, and then go from there. Now, uh, getting further and further into this, because like I said, trying to make this a fairly lengthy recording and I want to thank anybody that's listened or paid attention to what's going on um, with us. Sometimes cinema had to be put on hold for a little while. Um, What happened with that is is that there's agreements and stuff um, that have to be put in place to to play movies and things like that and it was a little bit more lengthier than what I expected because I was following uh, another person's protocol that runs an outdoor movie business and in following what they said, they were correct in certain areas, but there were certain areas that they are wrong in. And I'm not here to, to correct them on that. I'm just to say that you can't know everything about a business if you're starting out in the business. But when you see somebody successful with it, you try to want to not emulate, but you want to be like them. And um, I just ran into some hiccups. Just the same thing with Twitch. I'll be 100% honest with Twitch. Trying to get, I should have just used Steam. Um, yard like everybody said trying to get that up and running with OBS and everything looking good you you need to hire somebody for OBS if you're not technical like that so I, I ended up using uh, the Elgato and using game capture and I started playing video games on there I'm going to do some more commentary and stuff like that with the games and everything but I had to learn the hard way that you gotta do right with the games and things like that and then things will come forward for you from there um I went in and I've tried a few different uh, approaches to um, doing the Twitch idea and what happened was was that OBS, I set it up, I had extra cameras and all that 
and it just didn't turn out the way that I expected it to turn out. Uh, like the video was choppy. I had that. This is what my setup was. I had an iPad as my camera, a computer running. I had a capture card that only went one way. It didn't go both ways so I could see the game. So I'm playing the game on the TV, talking through the iPad. Had a Yeti mic hooked up to the computer. So I ended up with uh, the way the settings came out. I had the microphone to the iPad going, microphone to my uh, Yeti going, and it made this crazy echoing sound. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And uh, that kind of just threw off everything I was doing. So then... I was out and about and was able to secure me a Elgato, which uh, I say that's probably the premier thing to use when you're out here streaming. You can use other capture cards, but just uh, Elgato caught my eye. And their software was just so easy to use that I've just been going live doing my thing, no issue. Not as receptive to the screen overlays, because the screen overlays is just, I need to get somebody to develop me a nice screen overlay. should be good from there. So that's the whole deal with Twitch. So I kind of slowed down that and I'm building some followers on it through the video game. So definitely if you get a chance, follow us over there on Twitch and see what we're doing. Now TikTok related. Sorry about that minor Paul that had to give me something to drink. TikTok we're doing all our behind the scenes stuff. Behind the scenes with us is just an amazing thing. We just get out here and do what we got to do. Some funny stuff sometimes. You're seeing a lot more of the technical aspect right now. And uh, working on a... I should have always had an intro to the show. I got to figure out if it's going to be R&B, rap, country, Hickok, or... And I said Hickok. Uh, I didn't mean that. I meant to say hip-hop. Anything like... I don't know how the music's going to go for that. But anyway... All this extra rambling on. I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm going to go back and listen to this product and see what it sounds like uh, sometime this evening. Today's a Sunday, March, May something. And after I figure it out, we're good to go. And um, we'll continue recording with the Zoom recorder for a while. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to eliminate the Yetis or anything like that because I still got those. But it's going to make it a little bit different when it comes to how I record other things. Uh, amazing thing about the Zen recorder is that it has an audio interface. So it's the same deal as that you own in that uh, roadcaster and plugging it into your computer. Just everything, what's weird is all that sound still has to go through a USB port, which is crazy. Uh, so that's, I think that's why it always stuck with the Yetis and stuff because it's always going to be the same sound. No matter, I don't care if you got all that analog hooked up or audio hooked up. You still got to go through USB to make a sound on computer. It's recorded on something else. And that's one thing I do like about the Zoom recorder. Because I'm out here recording this. And I would listen to the quality before I started talking. And hopefully it didn't slip around or do anything crazy. But um, it's kind of, you know, I won't know what this sounds like. Cause the Zoom recorder is actually sitting over in a seat from me. And the mics that I'm using are not the best mics to be positioned like that. Because they're literally going to pick up all of the sound. So those little dots might be going crazy. Uh, but, like I said, it's just an experience uh, to get us going and see how it's going to turn out. And now I'm fumbling with it. And it's going to make some loud noises. 